You know what, Sam? What? Round two, here we come. That's right. Coming to you from the heart of Kane's country, this is the Kaniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes, hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. All right, we are back with another episode of the Kaniac Report. We've hoped you have had a great day. I know the Canes have had a great night as they finally were able to win the series in overtime at the Islanders. And it was a game that we didn't really expect, did we, Sam? I mean, you and I kind of went into it kind of just expecting, you know, you know, the Hurricanes record at, on the road hasn't been all that great in the playoffs. But I won't lie, I kind of started like halfway through the game started to think, this has a real eerie feel, a similarity, because I was starting to compare this game to the game against the Predators in Game 6. I think if you want to compare a game, I think this is the one that you can compare. Like, it's pretty similar to that one, and I think Washington Game 7 and 19. Um, but yeah, I didn't really think we were going to win after they scored that first goal. Sorokin was just shutting the door, and I was like, I don't know if we're going to beat him. Um play good or not play good. It Especially just after the uh, two periods. Yeah. Like, well, we just weren't getting anything. Well, I thought the first period Carolina was absolute garbage. Um, and I think Freddie Anderson was the only one who showed up on time. Um, I felt like the second period Carolina played better. I thought they built their game, right? First period bad, second period better, third period and over time they were, th- they were the better team. It's like the Islanders had nothing left to give. So if you're an Islanders fan, you needed more than just a goal in the first period, which is the same story the Hurricanes have had throughout the season. In the playoffs, it's like you wish you had more in the first. Islanders wish they had more in the first. Anderson let one in. I don't really blame him. I think it was a bad change. After that, it has been. It was all. I mean, Frederick Anderson was perfect tonight. Perfect. Yes, he was. And um, talking about that clutterbuck goal that made it one to nothing. I mean. I didn't really blame Anderson as much as I did with that line change. Yeah, that was I thought bad. that was just a bad line change. Mm-hmm. Everybody was going off the ice. There were certain players that needed to go off the ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, for sure. KK, I think, was one of them. But, yeah, you can't do that. Not with not with the team streaking down the zone. And you know, it was a well-placed shot. And Anderson didn't get the save. That's fine. He was perfect after that. Again, I don't blame a goalie if you get shut out one to nothing. It's not his fault you couldn't score. But Carolina was able to score with Ajo, granted, in the third period. I mean, if you really want to look at it, this game was boring. It wasn't much. to You know, it wasn't really exciting. It really wasn't intense. It really wasn't great. The Islanders weren't really chippy. The Hurricanes weren't playing all that chippy either. It was just, you know, it was a clean game. There were five penalties called, two on the Canes. Three on the Islanders, or the, the three on the Canes, two on the Islanders. My bad. So there was five penalties in the whole game. Neither team scored on the power play. There wasn't anything crazy that happened. I think there were some missed calls on both sides. I think the team, the refs had decided to more or less let them play, which, which I'm, I'm fine, fine with. with. Yeah. If you're not going to, you know, three penalties to two, I think is pretty reasonable. I don't expect it to be even every night. I expect the game to be called fairly, right? And I think we got that this game. So I don't have a problem with it. The Islanders can't complain. If you get three power plays, you should score on one. Carolina the same. If the Hurricanes had lost, I would have said, well, you got two power plays, you should have scored on one. But, 
again, it kind of reminded me of a devil's game, early two thousands, you know, you know, just rely on your goalie, take the one, nothing lead and hope for the best. And that may have been the Islanders downfall as they hoped, you know, I've got a one goal lead. Let's see what I can do with it. Yeah. Definitely. Um, it's interesting that you mentioned KK in that line change because I actually thought that KK line at the start of the game, which was the normal KK, um, Natchez, and Martinook line, I actually thought for his period, you looked at all the lines, I thought the KK line was the most effective actually in that first period. And then we get into the second, Sam, and that was when Bryn Moore decided to swap KK and Stahl. So you had KK playing with Stahl and Nason, and then Stahl playing with Natchez and Martinuk, which was to me very interesting because I'm sure, I mean, you and I talked about this during the game. I mean, who would have thought Stahl and Natchez would be on the same line together? Yeah, that was odd. I don't know how long that stayed together. But that was interesting to start the period. I was like, okay. You think that was more of just Brimmer trying to find something offensively with the top top lines? Because I, I thought possible. the KK line before them was actually the best line. I thought they got a couple chances in the first. I think, yeah, I think so. I think, I mean, it makes sense. You want to try and find something. So I think that's what that goal was. And I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, Carolina played better in the second, and they did in the first and they played better in the third than they did in the first two. And that's okay. Yeah. And there was no goals in that second period at all. Um, but you could see the Canes were starting. I, I thought the second period was the start of Canes playing the type of game that we know. And then in the third period, we finally got Canes hockey. Mm-hmm. Canes were clearly the better team. It was, to me, a night and day um, comparison to the second period. It, like, that big of a difference. And they showed it. And, Sam, I was so happy. You were happy, too, when they when they were finally awarded a goal. Now, yeah. again, I think you have to work for that award. <laughs> you need to work for that luck. But, although he scores from Jarvis and KK... And and it was just a good forechecking um, move there because we kind of turned made them turn the puck over, which gave it to Aho in a bit of a scrum in front of the net, and he scores. I thought Aho actually played a very good game tonight. Yeah, he was good. I really liked everyone's game in the third period. Um, they I took think- it up a level. They realized that they wanted to end it tonight. Yeah, and I think that's what you needed. I really didn't like our chances if we gave the Islanders two games back-to-back wins to move into a game seven. I think that that made me uncomfortable. And Carolina was like, no, (laughs) we're going to end it tonight. And I think that, you know, it it took Freddie Anderson making a lot of great saves. He faced almost 40 shots. So uh, I I liked what I saw from Anderson. I think that comes down to um, a question I'll pose to you after we get through the game. Yeah, Canes had 41 shots and Islanders had 34. And to break it down, Islanders had 11 shots, Canes had 8 in the first period. So the stats a little bit showed the performance there. And then the Islanders um, had 17 shots in the second period and Carolina had 11. And I think Carolina gaining more shots in the second kind of showed 
the start, I thought, of them trying to play that Carolina hockey that we all know and love. Then third period, guess what, Sam? Islanders had five shots, Carolina 19. And it showed, too. Carolina mm-hmm. was playing very, very desperate in the third period. Um, I know there were a couple of chances. I can't remember if they're in the uh, third period or not. But I remember there was a great feed, I believe, to Martinuk. Um, I thought Martinuk had a couple of chances to score. Because I actually thought he played really good yeah. tonight as well. I think, like I said, and I believe this, I thought Carolina was horrible in the, in the first. I don't think there was a single player who had a good first period. I think the second period you started to see glimpses of the Hurricanes hockey. And then in the third period, lines one through four, defensive pairing one through three, they were all perfect. They made very little mistakes. Anderson took care of whatever mistake happened. And Ajo cashed in. That's what you wanted. And then in overtime, Carolina again was the better team. And they get a very Brock McGinn, Justin Williams kind of a goal to win the game in overtime. And my man, my boy, my favorite cane right now, Paul Stasny. I defended this man. I've been a big fan of him all season. All season, you wanted to bench him. I said no. I have said no from the beginning. I've loved Stasny. I've wanted him to stay in the lineup. He had a slow start to the season. He did have a little slow start, but I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew this guy has a has a, has a career. He has been amazing. This player I knew was going to work into the system and work in well. And it not only showed in the regular season after the first probably quarter of the season, it showed he was great. And it has been in this playoff series. Paul Stansney's been one of the best players in this season series. He's been very consistent. He's been very stellar. He has been perfect, all around perfect for the Hurricanes. Yes, and I do want to talk about that goal because it's interesting in the fact that it wasn't really like a gorgeous type of goal. It wasn't really a play-by-play setup Goal. It was just Stasny just throwing it on net from the same angle that Williams did mm-hmm. in the Brock McGinn goal overtime winner, Game 7 at Washington. Now, there was no player in front of Sorokin. That that was the difference between the two goals. Yeah, it was but, a bad goal for Sorokin to but allow, but he didn't expect it. I was surprised. It. He didn't expect it. No, he did not expect it. But that's good. And I think Carolina, part of their game is throwing shots out of the net to where the goalie least expects it. It worked. And it worked. Stasny got the goal, and he more than more than earned it. Hurricanes win, advanced to the second round to face either the New Jersey Devils or the New York Rangers. It's NBA playoffs time. That means Big Hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Gets in on the excitement of every game with a touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get the bonus bets back up to $10. Download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. 
only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Yes, that's going to be an interesting series. Um, I thought the I thought New Jersey was out of it, Sam, but you know what? They managed to come back in three consecutive wins. Like so, I I tweeted out last night. I was like, most most surprising series to me was the Rangers and Devils, and then someone said the Kraken, and you said that you obviously haven't watched the Kraken and the Colorado Avalanche, and I'm like, no, the Colorado Avalanche are pretty banged up, and Seattle's a good team. And that game's pretty pretty back and forth. It doesn't shock me. They didn't have Kale McCarr for Kraken to go up three games to two. And Gabriel Landeskog's been out all year. So you're talking about two core pieces that really, I mean, one were both out for game was it five or six? Game five. So I'm not I'm I, I'm not impressed by the Kraken. I think if they don't take advantage of a banged up Colorado team. That's their fault. I mean, they get Kale McCarr back tonight. I expect Avalanche to win, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Kraken win. Kraken have a good team, but it's that you don't see a team winning both games in New Jersey or both games on the road. They come back. They lose both games at home and then lose on the road. The Devils did that. The Devils won both games in MSG, then won at Prudential Center, I think it's still the arena for the Devils, and then they're going to Madison Square Gardens tomorrow night, and in my opinion, again, my opinion, the Hurricanes fare better in a matchup against the Devils. That's your preference. I'd rather go up against Vitek Vanacek or, I forgot their, uh, Schmid, I think is their other goalie who's been playing right now. I'd rather go up against those two than Sorokin. I'm not Sorokin, but Shostarkin. And it's not that they're not playing well. I mean, listen, if you win against the Rangers um, and you're kind of an unknown goalie, that's your reputation. I mean, I'll give that goalie credit. He probably plays a pretty good game. But when you crank it up a notch, when you look at that potential between Shesterkin and that goalie, I mean... Sturkin's probably the better goalie than any of the New Jersey players if you're cranking up a notch. So I think that's why we are a little bit concerned uh, going up against the Rangers. And also, I think the Rangers just have have that deadly goal scoring. Again, it's not showing. Panarin's not having a good playoffs. It's a Benajad no. not having a good playoffs. But, again, there's always that potential. Yeah, and in my opinion, I think Carolina needs bracket luck to, to really get to the Stanley Cup, Eastern Conference Finals, Stanley Cup Finals, right? But I still have my opinion on the Hurricanes. To me, that's not changed whether they won tonight or not. No, I don't think Carolina gets out of the second round. I think their chances are significantly improved by a Devils series win. I do truly believe that. Um Again, Carolina's bracket look. They need the Devils to win. Their chances improve against New Jersey. I think Carolina, and then like I, I always, I try to tweet and you know ask people to drop questions. One person put a statement. They said Bruins go to Game Seven. I think Carolina needs Boston to get knocked out, whether it's in this round or next round, right? I think you want to play a Tampa Bay, who I think really wasn't good down the stretch, and they've been okay in the playoffs. I think you'd rather play Toronto. I think you'd rather play Florida. I don't think you want to play Boston. I think Carolina can skate with Boston, and that series would be exciting. And Carolina has a belief they can beat that team, right? But I think Carol. at the end of the day, if Boston's out, Carolina's got home ice for the rest of the playoffs. 
in the Eastern Conference and the at Metro, you want to play the something. Devils. To have yeah. home ice. Yeah, and I think that's the right direction to go. Um, I'm not going to say the Hurricanes are going to win every home game from here on out. No. I think they're going to lose, lose a couple games. But we know how much the fans mean to this team. Yeah, and if you if Boston gets knocked out and you win every home game, you win the series. You, you win the Stanley Cup. So at the end of the day, Carolina just needs to win at home. That's it. Win at home, and you'll get to the Eastern Conference Finals at the very least. And win on the road. That was part yeah. of the reason they got eliminated last year in the playoffs. They yeah. learned to win on the road. And you know what? They did it in twice. the series twice. And now, I perfect. didn't think tonight was the perfect game for Carolina. No. I thought their best game, mm-hmm. looking back, was um, game four. Yeah. When they won five to two. Yeah, for sure. And you can't pull this crap. You can't play a trashy f- first period against the Rangers or the Devils. They will make you pay significantly more than the Islanders will. But at the end of the day, we won the series. I'm happy, right? I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. Moving on to the next round. Um, and also just kind of moving on. You know, the other comments that were made on the tweet. You know, amazing third period, for sure. One person said, holy blank, the logo is back for the hashtag. The hashtag Let's Go Canes, that's back. And I'm like, yeah, it is. That's pretty cool. Um, but other person um, said, you know, awesome third period. Yeah. Great third period. Perfect third period. Perfect overtime. I, I, I thought how great they played in third period really affected how good they played in the overtime. And another thing, too, I mean, Sam, you and I, we listened to the full post-game interviews before recording this. Um, I, you and I, we might question the skill that this team has, but after watching what we've seen, especially to me with Ajo, after getting cut in the face in Game 5 and coming back and actually scoring, I think this team has one of the best work ethics in the NHL. And that is something I'm not going to question. Now, on the skill-wise, um, that's something that you and I have questioned before. But I think work ethic, this team's amazing. I think Brendan Moore really um, indoctrinated these players yeah. with the work ethic and that I just, they need to bring. And I want to say this because I find this amusing. Did you know you got retweeted by Adam Gold? I did. Your your personal Twitter account, you tweeted out, hey, at a gold fan, now you can make bread on Sunday. Now that the Canes won the series, hashtag let's go Canes. What did he say? He retweeted it and said, write poetry. So you've made the man happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what, Canes fans? I'm going to tell you this, and then I have no more comments about the game or the series. Carolina wins the game series four games to two. Um, and then we'll talk three stars for the, for the the for the game and for the series in general. Um, all I'm going to say is um, great game for the Hurricanes. Third period, third period, great, great period, great series. The Hurricanes were the better team. The better team won this series. And um, you move on and you take time to rest. That's it. I'm proud of this team. They did what I was starting to doubt they could do. You move on. Move to the second round. Let's get there. Let's just, again, you play your game. You One game hard. at a time. One game at a time. Play your game. Show up. And no matter the result, we'll respect you. We'll love you. And no matter the result, we're always going to be Kaniacs. Yes, exactly. I mean, this is probably something I probably should have said before the playoffs started. But 
Sam and I, we're still going to do this regardless if they get eliminated or not because of our love for this team. Um, we're very devout Hurricane fans. You guys mm-hmm. probably already know that if you're a regular listener because we've talked about the Dark Ages a ton. But I think a fan separates itself from being a bandwagon fan when they love the team, not just the success that the team brings. Um, and, I, I mean, it's great to see the Hurricanes succeed, Sam, especially mm-hmm. after just looking back at the Dark Ages. Sam, I mentioned to you a few players during the Dark Ages during the game tonight, like John Michael Lyles. Uh, Jeff Skinner, or Drayson Bowman, all that type of stuff. Get your opinions on it. And the Hurricanes have come a very uh, – they've they significantly improved a lot. And I was really happy just to see them win tonight, um, especially how they played in the first period. They really built up a great, excellent game. And it was just great. So, Sam, um, let me start with three stars or you? You go for it. Yeah, I'll go for your it. Your turn. I'll go for it first. So to me, my third star, and I'm basically judging my three stars based on the third period when everybody Mm -hmm. cranked it up. Um, Now, I think you get credibility more if you play better in the first or second. Um, You'll see that in my three stars. But to me, my third star, and I thought he really cranked it up in the third period, was uh, Jordan Martinuk. I thought he actually played a very noticeable game. I'm not a big fan of him playing on KK Natchez's line. I might like him playing better with Stahl and Mason. Or, or sorry, Stahl and Faust. But I thought he was one of the most significant players in that third period and going into the overtime. Now, overtime, you didn't really see a lot, honestly, I thought, going into that overtime. But I still thought the Canes played a pretty good game. And and it really carried over, I thought, from the great third period they had. And then my second star, to me, Sam, is Ajo. I think without the Ajo goal, you're not going to win this game. At all. I think you're shut out because of how Sorokin's been playing. Yeah. Ajo sure. really had a vengeance. In fact, I, I believe it was in the first period, too. Mm-hmm. He actually made a hit on a player. And and then the second time, I think he hit a player, but that, and that was Brock Nelson, but he had to go to the penalty box for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he, I thought Ajo played a very aggressive game. Yeah. And I think he is the Hurricanes' best player. And I think he is their MVP, too. When Ajo's on your game, it's on his best game. I think Hurricanes have a better chance of winning the game Yeah, as a whole. Yeah. And, and the first, my first star, and the reason why I think we're in this game, period, is Frederick Anderson. I had my doubts. But you know what? And, I mean, again, I'm not blaming the first goal on Anderson. I thought that was more of a bad line change than him trying to save that goal. But I I, I just think Anderson is the reason why we were able to win. He was that good. He was that doubted. And if he can play like that in the second round, we have a really good chance Well, then I pose you this question. Game round one, round two, game one. Who are you going to, Anderson or Ranta? No, what I'm going to say, Anderson. 
based on how he played tonight, I'm saying Anderson, mainly for the reason of health concerns. Because okay. I think Anderson is generally, again, generally more healthy than Ronta. I think Ronta's been playing very good. I think he's been playing excellent. But every time he has to make, to me, a uh, big save to where he has to make the splits, <laughs> I think he's hurt. So I just think Anderson health-wise is better than Ronta is, yeah. in my opinion. So I'd go with Anderson. I probably do, too, if I'm honest. Um, all right, my stars. Uh, for the for the game, my third star, Sebastian Ajo, I thought he was – good tonight he you know your your best player does what he needs to do when he needs to do it so sebastian ajo definitely third star second star freddie anderson freddie anderson was elite all night he kept you in the game you, you aren't where you are without frederick anderson you're, you're just not and then i'm giving my first star to my man the myth the legend paul stastny Anyone who listens knows that I love this guy. He is awesome. One of my favorite players in the National Hockey League. So good for Paul Stasny. <laughs> Silence the haters all season. I have stood by this player. Adam Gold talks about being captain of the Derek Stepan fan club. I'm the captain of the Paul Stasny fan club. And he started out on a career high with Colorado. He was one of their best players. Mm-hmm. And then he went to St. Louis. He was more of a top nine guy. He was never that great player like he was for Colorado, but he was still a good player. And obviously, I mean, I, I really liked the question in the um, post-game interview with Brendan Moore and the fact of just looking at Stastny's career and the fact that, I mean, he's never played in a role like this before where he's more of a depth player. But you know what? He's taking it to heart, and I'm just happy they won. And Sam Brindamore's reaction, oh, my gosh. That yeah. was great. He was so happy. It's always fun seeing him. He acts like a player sometimes, and I love it because he used to be a player. Yes, and I think what's funny, too, I, I, can't, I think I can't remember. I think it was game um, – might have been game five or game four where we scored a goal. And Tim Gleason got very animated. Yeah. Because um, I remember seeing that on the bench, too. I can't remember which goal. I can't remember which player. But I just remember seeing Tim Gleason um, really be like kind of having that Rod Brindamore type of reaction. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just be – I'm not saying Jeff Daniels is a bad coach or anything. But, I mean, Tim Gleason and Brindamore, what do they have in common? They were once players. And they were players, you know – not that long ago. Brendan Moore's less than what, ten years removed? A little yes. bit over, maybe. So not that far. Yeah. Tim Gleason's much less than that. So yeah, look, I love it. Um And Jeff Daniels, I mean, he's a veteran in the coaching oh, industry. Yeah. He I mean, he was the head well, not head sorry, he not head assistant. coach. He was assistant when the Hurricanes won the Stanley Cup. Indeed. Uh three stars of the series, Sam. Uh three stars of the series. Um to me, number three is oh, this is gonna be tough because I know my top two. I would say probably my top three stars. If I had to come down to it, I might need some help from looking at the stats here. Just a little bit is probably. I can go first if you'd like. 
Yeah, go ahead. Go first. All right, third star for me, Brent Burns. He's been silently good almost every game. He gets points quietly, sets up plays. Again, five, I think five assists. Wow, right? That's five goals that he's been a part of in this series. In a series that goals can be hard to come by. So great for Brent Burns in that regard. Uh, second star, Paul Stasny had some pretty big goals in the series, including the game winner tonight uh, to clinch the series and move on to the second round. And then first star, I don't know how you can't give it to Auntie Ranta. I, I just I don't know how you can um can't uh he is reason why you are where you are he kept you in games when you probably shouldn't have been in games and Auntie Ranta got you to where you are today so um I'm not slighting Frederick Anderson at all Anderson played one game in a very big game but Anderson got you your two wins at home Anderson got you your win on the road your first road win so that those are my three stars Okay, I finally have my three stars. Um, and you actually helped me a little bit with determining my third star. Um, my third star is going to be Brent Burns. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought he was excellent every single game. In fact, there was one shift, I'm sure you remember tonight, where he just kind of outskilled a couple of Islanders and made a very good chance at scoring a goal. And this was before the Ajo goal, I believe. And you and I were like, oh my gosh. And um, I believe there's a, a a post that KK now looking back out at Sam that KK had that he probably should have scored and you can see his head just whipping back being like oh my gosh why did I not score there um, but I'm not, I'm not talking about KK but Burns is just he's been fantastic I think he's a huge contribution for I one he was a huge contribution in getting the very first goal in the entire playoffs with Ajo scoring on that one-timer in game one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he, he just plays an excellent game, and I think Brent Burns has been the best offensive defenseman we've had, honestly, in forever. Yeah, for sure. And I and, to, and now second star for me is going to be Sebastian Ajo. Um, I think Ajo played really good. And to me, what really elevated his game was after he got cut by the puck. By the puck. I said puck, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> um, because, I mean, it's hard coming back from something like that. But he did. He came back very hard, very proud. And even though Jarvis did like 90%, of the work to get off of that puck and score. Um, I mean, you still have to score there. And Aho did uh, to me. Aho has this drive. And I think I've looked at some of like behind the scenes stuff with the canes. It's pretty known in the locker room that when the hurricanes lose, Aho is angry. Aho is furious when we lose. Yep. And I love, I love seeing that. Mm-hmm. I really do. And I think Ajo actually got a little bit physical tonight. It's a little bit. Now, one cost of him a penalty. But, again, I love seeing some physicalness from Ajo because it shows that he really cares. I love seeing passion, not just from Ajo, but from any player because it shows that you want to win. I want to see that. And Ajo, I think, shows it more than maybe any other player in a good, disciplined way. I think Svet shows it a lot, but he can be undisciplined with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Svet, I, I mean, Otto, he's amazing. I think he deserves my second star. And to me, my first 
is uh, Auntie Ranta. I, I don't think any, I mean, Ranta, I think we all knew at the end of the season he was going to probably be the Hurricanes main goalie because of how he played. But I don't think all of us imagined him to play this good. Um, because if you remember last series, I mean, he played very well as well. He did. But if you remember the last two games, he broke down. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't the same after in those last two games. But he managed to give us a shot. And for us to go up 3-1 to one in the series, it was a huge factor for that. So that's my three stars. Sam, I am really happy. And we will have a separate episode uh, for a playoff preview against whoever wins and between the Rangers and the Devils. If the Devils win tomorrow, it'll be we'll drop it on Monday. If the Devils have to go to game if Devils Rangers have to go to game seven, it'll drop on Tuesday. We can't preview the next round until we know who we're playing against. So um I'm ready for it, but I'm ready to relax this weekend. So Sam Caniacs, enjoy your weekend. Rest, relax, have a drink like we did. We drank during this game and we were much more relaxed. We're very happy. So have a good night. Have a good day. When you listen to this, have a good day. Yes. And, and what, was fr- what was frustrating too, though, is that my dad called me during the overtime. <laughs> and my dad said, Well, Sam. There's always a game seven. And when I heard that, I was like, so crushed. And then seconds later, like literally seconds later, Hurricane score. And I'm like, seriously, dad? Seriously? If you've been a long time listener, you have heard my dad before on this podcast. But it, it was just so funny how that um, situation came to be. So, yes, uh, we will see you guys. Um, after whoever wins the Rangers New Jersey series, because we will have a playoff preview for round two. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Kaniac Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniac Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, check them out on Instagram and Twitter at the Kaniac Report. We'll see you next time.